It's the WMAY Morning News Feed, 725. I'm Greg Bishop. And before we get to my guests, Chicago State Representative LaShawn Ford, uh, we did have a call uh, during the break about uh, landlords. What kind of relief are they going to get? Uh, if you go to IHDA.org, it's the Illinois Housing Development Authority, they do have more information now posted uh, about the uh, ongoing eviction moratorium, and it's calling for tenants to file a declaration form uh, that they have to provide landlords in order to take uh, uh, the the ongoing uh, exemption. Uh, but there's still no update quite yet on the 2021 Illinois Rental Payment Program that's supposed to be helping landlords uh, while evictions continue. I keep hearing from landlords, especially in the area, that have one, two, maybe four properties. We just had a caller uh, before the break raise that as well. So uh, let's now turn to State Representative LaShawn Ford joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Representative, let me just hear from you about this issue. Uh, you know, kind of a grab bag here. Uh, but thanks for taking time with us this morning. Uh, what are you hearing from landlords in your area? Bishop, thanks for having me. You know, landlords are struggling right now because, you know, there's a certain sense of um, that tenants have that they can't be evicted. And it's not just the sense, it's the reality. Tenants cannot be evicted during this pandemic. It's residential or commercial tenants are protected by the law and um you have people talking about council the rent and it puts landlords in 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 a tough spot because they still have to pay mortgages they still have to pay the expenses to maintain a safe building and so the state has to do everything to be fair and balance this State Representative LaShawn Ford, uh, that's just one thing that popped up uh, in the last segment. I figured I'd get your reaction to it, um, and uh, we'll surely be talking about that in the uh, the days and weeks ahead as the state puts together some kind of uh, assistance program for those renters and ultimately the landlords. Uh, but the legislature's back in session. You're uh, either in Springfield or on your way to Springfield. you got sessions starting at noon. All kinds of virtual hearings have been happening in the past two weeks. What do you, as a state representative out of Chicago, want the legislature to focus on this year? You know, at, at one, we have to make sure that we look at all this CARES money, this um, stimulus money that's coming to the um, state from Washington. That's money that we did not have, and that's money that we could really help the state and the west side of Chicago with um, money that we didn't expect. And I think that it could make a um, major impact on, on the disparities that we see in Illinois across the board, not just on the west side, but for the entire state. This is um, money that we didn't expect, and we have to do the best that we can with it and be wise with it. What does that mean, though? Does that mean, like, enhancing programs, increasing program eligibility, uh, and how do you balance that with this being one-time funds? It's not like, uh, you know, these dollars are going to be available for years in advance. These are one-time funds. Yeah, they're one-time funds that we could make sure that that our state used them for foundational um, purposes to make sure that we could fill some of the gaps that this pandemic and the pandemics of the past have created in the state. Anytime you get an infusion of dollars, it's going to always benefit um, the um, outcomes that you're looking to have. So we're on top of doing a budget. We also need to make sure that we um, fund human services with this uh, money from the federal government. 
we need to make sure that we use this CARES money properly for housing so that landlords are protected. Um, so education, I believe that we could set our school systems up to um, be better even after the pandemic from the uh, CARES money. And so it does relieve some pressures from our uh, general revenue fund and from our budgets that we're going to be putting together um, before or soon um, before May 31st. Representative LaShawn Ford joining us. Uh, he's a Democrat out of Chicago, heading back to Springfield for session that starts at noon today. And you guys are pretty much in session each week through May 31st, that deadline to pass bills with simple majorities that includes a balanced budget. Uh, but Representative, what do you say to those who, who see these federal funds as one-time funds and uh, something that should be paid down for, like, the debt, for instance? Uh, even the Pritzker administration saying, hey, we need to pay down that short-term debt that we borrowed. Uh, there's also... Five plus billion dollars of backlog bills that could cost taxpayers twelve percent interest every year if it's not paid off. Uh, should we not think, focus those dollars uh, on, on those on those debts? I think the governor is smart to say that you get rid of high interest um, debt, and um, and that makes it um, easier for us to climb out of this um, pandemic um, economy that set up for us. Uh, unexpected. So just like a household, everyone wants to get rid of that high interest debt that um, attacking their um, budget. So the government is right to say let's pay down that. I think it's clear that when you pay down debt that's expensive, it improves your ability to borrow at a lower rate. And so improving our credit rate in Illinois should be priority for this governor. State Representative LaShawn Ford, uh, finally here, one thing I haven't heard too much talk about, the Illinois Hotel and Lodging Association raised it uh, last week, and I've heard some Republicans talk about it, uh, but that's about COVID-19 limited liability, uh, and that's uh, something the hotel industry said other states, like 12 other states are doing this, and they're worried that if uh, some kind of COVID-19 limited liability isn't offered up to companies, uh, it could mean that they'll lose business to other states. Is that something that the legislature needs to tackle? I think that anytime you have an industry that feels that they need protection, that's what we're there for. We need to make sure that they're at the table to hear and put the safeguards in place so that not only are people protected, but our businesses are protected. We have to make sure that businesses are available and, you know, businesses are critical for our revenue. And so if we lose our businesses in Illinois, there goes our budgets. So I think that it's critical that the business industry speak and they're able to provide the legislature the necessary guidance for um, for their industry. State Representative LaShawn Ford, uh, one last thing. Do you anticipate the legislature reining back uh, the executive authority uh, that any governor may have when it comes to dealing with, uh, with a, a pandemic? No, I think that what you will see is the legislature will have a little more authority on spending with the CARES money, with the federal money, but I don't see us um, reining back on his uh, authority too much. I think that we, as a legislature, should make sure that we do everything that we can to participate in how this state is run. You know, I I never liked the way things were going um, this past summer, 
where it was unilaterally controlled by the governor. So we should look at ways that the legislature has some authority as well. The good thing is the Speaker of the House and the President of the Senate uh, made sure that we have the ability to vote on legislation um, in committee. And so I think that we're in better shape now because we could do this virtual type of um, work um, to provide the assistance and guidance to the governor. State Representative LaShawn Ford, uh, one last thing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I keep throwing one last question at you, but no uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, firearm owner identification cards, uh, has that been an issue for constituents in your area? Uh, we keep hearing about backlogs and there's lawsuits against state police over this. Uh, what needs to happen here? You know, did you say firearm identification card? Bishop, yep. my mother is 82 years old, and she's telling me she needs her firearm card, that she hasn't gotten it. It's been uh, months. So it's, it's really amazing. I'm trying to let the process work itself out. Um, but, yes, I hear it not only from constituents, but my own 82-year-old mother is saying, why can't I get my car? <laughs> so I'm going to see what we could do for my constituents. And, of course, my mother is my constituent, too. Well, do we need that, though? Because every other state around us does no longer requires uh, a state-issued gun permit in order to purchase or own a firearm. Well, I think that you don't just um, throw this out the, out the um, window. This is something that the state has, and I've, and I've been told by many constituents that, that it's not necessary to have it. I think that um, I've chaired the Firearm Task Force for a number of years, and this is something that should be um, weighed. We should see the benefits of having um, the firearm identification card. We need to see if having this card uh, adds undue strain on on the state police and if we could use those resources in other areas. If having this identification card adds no value, then we shouldn't have it. If it adds value and we can find that there's good reason to have it, then we should keep it. But this should be studied, and it should definitely um, be considered as something that we do away with or not. State Representative LaShawn Ford, thanks so much for taking extended time here with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. And we'll see you back down here in, uh, in a little bit of time. All right, be safe. Thank you, Bishop, and your listeners. Bye-bye.